Wow, it is May 4th. I got to say it. Norm's a, Norm is a uh, Star Wars fan, so in the honor of Norm, may the 4th be with you. It's may, so cheesy. Say it, say it right, Steve. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. All right, so <laughs> uh, Norm is participating in the intro of the Blitz session, which we're about to uh, have. That means we're going to interface with the Blitz over at 997 Loper and Randy, where we're going to answer the Blitz Nation questions and, you know, I'm going to say it again, and I say it every week. I'll keep on saying it until everybody's sick of me saying it. You maybe already are sick of me saying it. If you got a question, if you want to submit a question and you did not get through to the Blitz, all you have to do is go to LawyerTalkPodcast.com, send me a question, and I'll answer it right there. We've queued up, uh, I don't know, three, four, five of them recently, and they're all ready to go. So uh, it, it gives you an opportunity to get your questions answered right here at Lawyer Talk. If you don't get through to the Blitz, or if you don't listen to the Blitz, or you don't even know I'm having this show at the Blitz, and you happen to hear us talk about the Q&A series somewhere else, like the Roundtable, for instance, well, you might be able to, uh, you can still submit your question, and you'll get to hear it. Uh, so coming up today, after the Blitz, we will do our Roundtable shows. We always do. That's a longer form discussion. Some people don't have the time, or the energy, or the want, or the interest in listening to a longer form discussion about what's going on in the world no big deal we still got content for you and that's what we're doing right here so without further ado the blitz is ready to go and uh, we'll patch in right now all right ladies and gentlemen another guest is joining us now yeah, Steve Palmer. he's back in tan dude uh, back in tan is that what you said yeah like, instead of back in black or like black and tan he's back in tan because yeah. he was on vacation right were you drinking any black and tans when you're back in tan no I, I wasn't really drinking the black and tans and it wasn't really a vacation unfortunately <laughs> it's more like a work trip but uh you okay. know All any right. time away from the office is a good time that's what people say when they go out of town and want to write it off you know yeah, I mean, I, I wrote it off. I did nothing vacation-oriented. I can just say that. So, uh, Steve, have you been watching this Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial? I've been watching lots of clips of it, and uh, I'm fascinated. It's like, a, it's like a train crash. I can't stop watching. Now, do you think that she has totally screwed the pooch? Well, <laughs> I, I think what's happened out of this is that Johnny Depp has... His goal of establishing that he is in the right and she's crazy, I think he's met that goal. I think no matter what happens with the outcome of that, he has established that uh, he didn't do the things that he's been accused of, that he's been dealing with this crazy person, that he's got his own issues to be sure, but uh, this is just over the top. Do you think, in my opinion, I thought it was incredibly smart that he owned up to everything. You know, he's like, listen, I got a little bit of a drinking problem, probably party too much, but I'm not what she's saying I am. Yeah. So what's happened, what's emerged is Johnny Depp has emerged as being human with human flaws and certainly uh, actor human with actor human flaws. And she has emerged as being crazy, borderline personality disorder lunatic. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. So how do you see this playing out? Like, what do you think happens in the end, if you had to guess? Uh, I think Johnny Depp wins it. I don't know if there's going to be a huge money award or not, but I think he wins it. Even if he loses it, he wins it because I think what's going to happen is like now he's getting the call from Tarantino for a, <laughs> as a comeback part. You know what I mean? It's like he's reemerged yes. as somebody that's going to be desirable in Hollywood, I think. Dude, can you imagine how dope of a collab that would be? Like literally my favorite actor and my favorite director. Yeah. Like, I mean, what, what movie are you going to make? I don't even care. Like it's going to be amazing. And, you know, you could just see his personality is like he was genuine on the witness stand. You sort of he like he exposed himself a little bit and uh, he's got a little bit of humor to uh, cover up some of the insecurities. I mean, it, it was well played and well done. 
Yeah, and, and the guy who fired Hunter S. Thompson's ashes out of a cannon is okay by me. Yeah, no, that's perfect. I forgot he did that. Loper keeps bringing that up. <laughs> he, <laughs> the guy's a pimp, man. All right, let's go to uh, line one. This is Justin standing by waiting to talk to uh, our lawyer. Could be yours, Steve Palmer from Yavich and Palmer. Hey, uh, Justin, what's your question? Hey, guys. Um, okay, so it's a bit of a situation here. Um, nothing too crazy. So what happened is I, I'm an electrician. I, I don't know. I text in you guys all the time. Um, and I was up in a drop ceiling removing, well, I was replacing those two by four fluorescent lights. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Um, and I'm working on top of one and I didn't realize it till after all this happened, but the ceiling grid was not properly tied up that the ceiling grid twisted the light dropped. I tried to catch the light. I ended up with 10 stitches in my hand and Ooh. permanent nerve damage. Oh my God. And also I dented i mean it's like a quarter inch dent this 900 dollar filing cabinet who is actually liable for the damage to the filing cabinet and who is liable for the damage to my hand uh do, do you work for a company or do you work alone i do work for a company i work for a small business okay and that company was uh th th you were in their employee at the time yeah okay well, it might be a workers' comp claim. Uh, if you're injured while you're doing your job, generally speaking, that's going to be covered by workers' comp. I'm happy to get you hooked up with a good quality workers' comp lawyer. Uh, as far as damage to the file cabinet, uh, that probably gets sorted out too. I, I'd, I'd have to give that some thought on um, on whether that's worth making a claim against whoever, uh, or, or if you can say, look, the, the client's office or the owner of the commercial space there uh, hadn't installed the ceiling correctly and that caused all this. I mean, look, 900 bucks is expensive for a file cabinet. And I would say I have an office and every time you buy office furniture, it's ridiculously expensive. Um, but it, you know, the replacement value of that is probably going to be somewhat insignificant in, in light of the big picture here, but uh, meaning now, compared what about to like, home insurance, uh, Steve, just because it did happen in someone else's home would their home insurance be liable. No, this, this happened in a business. This happened a business. In okay. a business. Yeah. yeah. When I heard drop ceiling and two by four lights, I just presumed yeah, it would be a, uh, a commercial space, but uh, I, I think that could be sorted out. I think your bigger question is going to be the workers' comp claim and uh, the partial or permanent or whatever your uh, injuries are going forward. And I tell you what, give me a shout, 614-224-6142 off the air. I'll get you a good referral for a workers' comp person. All right. All right. Uh, thank, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. You guys have a nice day. Thank you, Justin. You All right. We go to uh, the text yeah. machine here. Bill, it's fired up. And this is probably why I have home insurance on the brain. Uh, Bill wants to know, do they have to have a legitimate reason or they can just drop you and terminate your homeowner's policy? I had a homeowner's policy with properties from, um, can I say the company or no? Should I just not? Yeah. I mean, it's, it. Okay. For 40 years on three properties. After my first claim, I received a letter stating they were terminating my coverage because of an unfenced swimming pool. I don't have a swimming pool. I sent pictures of the properties. They continued to insist that my pool was a liability and just dropped me. While I did pick up coverage elsewhere, it was a lot of work and increased my costs. What can I do anything? Yeah, my take on this is easy. Just go to a different insurance company. I mean, these people uh, obviously aren't interested in your business. Somebody else will be. This is the beauty of the free market economy. We have consumer choice. We get to go shop around and get different rates from different people. And I would almost guarantee, I can't guarantee, but almost guarantee you're going to find equal, better, or uh, and, and cheaper coverage with somebody else. Uh, th this sounds like they just don't want your business. And for that, I would say, I don't want to be your customer. Yeah, I agree. All right. But he, I guess this person saying, you know, he did do that already 
and it was work and increased his costs. Well, then what would have happened, generally speaking, then is the current insurance rate would have gone up, probably commensurate with whatever the uh, what he's getting on the open market. And I guess I would say this, this is a contract and insurance companies don't have to renew uh, if they don't want to. And in the small print of your insurance contract probably is something about the right to terminate coverage and uh, the triggers of that. You can look in that fine print and determine whether or not it was um, appropriate. Uh, and maybe there's a lawsuit, but you're going to have to look at the damages. The damages will be in the delta between what you're paying and uh, what you were paying. And the cost of pursuing that probably is going to be a lot more. I don't know, but uh, that's my guess. And generally, um, if, if the rates are going up, they're going to be going up everywhere. That's my right. guess. 821 is the telephone number. Another via text. Okay. Uh, yeah, Nikki wants to know is if she got subpoenaed to testify in court in regards to her parents' trial, does she have to testify or can she decline? Well, she has to show up. A subpoena is a court order um, issued by a judge in, in theory. And if you don't show up, you're in violation of a court order and you can be held in contempt. And, you know, what I always tell clients is, yeah, we can subpoena witnesses and we can even get them to court. And if they don't show up, we can probably have the sheriff do our bidding for us. They'll go out and bring them in in handcuffs. It's a little bit of an exaggeration, but it's possible. Uh, however, you, we can't make witnesses say what we want them to say or even what they said before. Witnesses are expected to tell the truth. They will uh, swear to tell the truth, and that'll be that. Uh, but uh, she does have to show up, and unless she's got a privilege, unless she's got some other basis to claim that she shouldn't have to testify in her parents' trial or hearing, whatever it is, then she's going to have to testify or be held in contempt. Can she? Is that a situation where you can plead the fifth? You can take, you can enter, or you can plead the fifth, or, or assert your Fifth Amendment right to remain silent if you are, if your statements or testimony might subject you to some sort of criminal responsibility. So, uh, if your answers will incriminate yourself, then you you have a Fifth Amendment privilege. But it, I, I'm not hearing anything yet in the question that would indicate she has a Fifth Amendment privilege. All right, easy enough. 99700 on text message if you guys want to text in any questions for Steve Palmer. Uh, okay, this one came in. I'm a minor. Uh, or I am, yeah, I'm a minor. I was caught shoplifting. No charges were pressed. I've done it before, and I'm worried, will they go through footage, like video camera footage, to look for me in the past? Can they charge me for past thefts? Ooh. Would they ever look at these old videotapes that's a good question though that yeah these are question. these are good questions i mean let's just answer it sort of in the the way you asked it could they yes they could would they i don't know maybe uh, but they could and if you can be identified as somebody committing shoplifting offenses or theft offenses in a store on surveillance then in theory you could be charged for those too it's all about whether they they being the mighty government or law enforcement or police or prosecutor can build a case and prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. And just because you're a minor, juvenile court still has that same same standard. They have to prove their case beyond a reasonable doubt. If if somebody can be identified as committing crimes on tape and they find out about it, well, they can bring it into court and try to establish it. Now, what's my gut tell me? I, I don't think they will. Um, and if they did, what they might do is try to leverage those older ones against some resolution on the newer one. But uh, as a practical matter, they could. And if they do... Uh, you got to be ready for that. All right. Um, this is coming in from text, and this is a wild one. Currently, my girlfriend is having my baby that's due. All right. The problem is I'm 17. Ooh. Um, 
the I don't know about the age of consent. It's irrelevant because it's my baby, but she's going to be 20 on July of this year. Can she be accused of rape because she's having a baby with a minor and had sexual contact with a minor? Uh, I'd have to look it up to be sure to notice. You're getting awful close to the age differences, and but I think generally this would be okay. I'm not saying that as, as legal advice. I'd have to look it up to be sure, but there's... It depends on how big the age gap is and birthdays, et cetera. But uh, no, your 17-year-old generally can consent. The question is whether it's uh, a problem for her. So I would say uh, probably not. But if you want to be uh, sure about it, give me a call, 614-224-6142. You probably want to be sure about it. I'm just yeah, going to go out on a yeah, little yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. probably want to be sure about it. Woo. All right. Any other last uh, questions for Steve Palmer? Um. No, just some more shoplifting ones. I, I, I don't. Do you want another shoplifting? Sure. One? I mean, okay. who doesn't like to I shoplift? Mean, yeah, I guess that. Apparently, one. a lot of people in the audience. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have an important question. My friend and I got caught shoplifting, and her charge was seven counts of theft and conspiracy. So, what we're wondering is what will happen at court if we get drug tested. I mean, I, we both already have something on our record different than shoplifting. So they're committing seven counts of theft and conspiracy. What? I, 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 I mean, look, what's going to happen when you go to court? You're in trouble. I mean, you're charged with seven counts of theft. I don't know if they're felonies or misdemeanors. It sounds like a felony case when you say something like conspiracy, because rarely would we see a conspiracy charge in a misdemeanor case. You've already sure. got prior records. Like, what's going to happen? I, look, man, I, I don't know. That's one of those uh, I would need, like, a lot more information to, tell, to even begin to tell you what's going to happen. And even then, it might be speculation. So this is one where... I really, 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 really think you should get an attorney. And if you don't have one, I'm happy to be that guy. 614-224-6142. All right. Uh, final question here. Uh, we'll go to Thick Rick. Uh, is this on text? Yes, this okay. is a text. Uh, it says, we got a car through a company and they have their own loan company. And now they're harassing us three times a day calling us. I can understand them calling us, but they called my wife's work and told her boss that we were in debt and that we needed to pay our car payments. Can we do something about them? Can can we sue them for doing that? Or are they allowed to do that? Well, I mean, here again, we're going to need to know a little bit more about what's going on with the debt. If, if, the, if the account is in arrears, uh, they can call and try to collect on it. Um, and you know, it can get harassing, et cetera. Now there's a way around that you hire an attorney or you get, you can even write a letter yourself asking for verification of the debt and please direct all communication to my attorney, uh, until uh, I get the verification of the debt. And generally under the, there's a consumer protection act or fair debt collection act, I think it's called that would require them to stop. And, uh, now it doesn't mean they can't still collect, but they're going to stop harassing you and then pursue it in a different way. Um, so can they do it? Yes, but you also have a mechanism to try to get them to stop. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to stop collecting. If you owe the money, you owe the money. And if you push that to its logical extreme, then you're going to get sued and uh, you're going to owe the money and there'll be an order that you owe the money. So uh, I'm sorry it's going on. I mean, I would need to know more to give you, uh, I guess, complete advice on it. Right. And, and he understands that. But are they allowed to call his wife's boss and tell him that they owe money and need to pay their bill? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. All right. We, again, under the Fair Debt Collection Act, we'd have to look into it. But I would stop it. I mean, if you don't like this going on, then send a notice that says, I hereby contest the debt, send verification, uh, or better yet, call a lawyer. Call Dave Goldstein, 614-222-1889.
That's a guy that can help you out. Ladies and gentlemen, our guy, Steve Palmer from Yavich and Palmer. You can get in touch with him very easily by dialing one simple number. And that number is, Steve? 614-224-6142. Give me a shot. Put in your phone now. My brother, my lawyer, Steve Palmer. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. All right. Another great blitz session. I like this question. Ironically, there's a lot of shoplifting questions. I'm not sure I... I understand that, but I guess it's been the week of shoplifting now uh, in California. I guess they're sort of permitting shoplifting, but I didn't know that was happening right here in Ohio. Uh, either way, we're doing our best to answer the calls and uh, take all questions that come the Blitz way and our way at LawyerTalkPodcast.com, and we're dropping them in bite-sized chunks right here on the podcast. Now, uh, next, I'm going to sit down with Norm at the roundtable. We're going to cover all the latest and greatest news, political or otherwise. Uh, so if you like that long-form stuff, it's easy. Just listen. So until next time with the Blitz, this is Lawyer Talk off the record, on the air, until now.